Did it burn the cockles of your cold, dead heart? Just mine? Okay. Um, and I mean, no. I mean, mine's I'm appraisal, right? <laughs> I'm appraisal. Oh. Hi, I'm Ray. And I'm Veronica. And welcome to the Chicklet Book Club Podcast. Where we read a romance novel and then we talk about it. Today we're talking about Sister of the Bride by Lauren Morrill. Like the mushroom. Like the mushroom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Delicious. I love fucking mushrooms. I do too. Although I don't like them on pizza. Because I don't think really? they add anything to pizza. Oh, I love I them on they... pizza with black olives. Mm, I like black olives on pizza. Yeah, delicious. Add more salt mm-hmm. to my dough, please. Yes. I like actually green olives on my pizza. Yes. Green olives and red onion. Hella. I have almost, I'm not sure I've ever met an olive that I don't like, if I'm being honest. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. That place that I get pickles from, because I'm a crazy person, um, has, um, they also sell olives. And I got a big jar of something I can't pronounce olives. Oh, okay. Sweet. Delicious. Del- del- that's all you need to know is they were. They're delicious. Completely they're about, like, delightful. They're, they're about the a size of like a baby's middle finger. Like they're huge. Wow. Yeah. They're big olives. Sounds delightful. Yeah. I would absolutely, is. 10 out of 10 would eat. Eat the shit out of those olives. I would. Nom, 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 nom. And then I would need to drink approximately three gallons of water <laughs> to make up yeah. for all the salt that I just ate. Well, I am also ordering like gallons of pickle juice. So pickle brine. So because I have a problem. <laughs> no, you know, it's, it's delicious. Fine. I know people that like will actually use it as a brine for chicken breasts. Hmm. That would be good. Mm hmm. I have done it, and I've done it with pork, too. Both delicious. I can totally see that. I mean, when you brine something, it's just vinegar and water and salt. Salt. Same Mm -hmm. thing. Um, I have that special brine. (laughs) I make... um, I always think it's part of the brine, but that that is, like, speaking of of tonight's book, but um, that is um, a brine that you can make from Bob's Burgers... That he specifically makes on Thanksgiving called Father of the Brine. Um, But I have a whiskey maple brine that I got from Prairie Woman herself. Pioneer Woman, what the fuck her name is? Pioneer Woman. Yeah. Yeah. And then you then have, then there's like a gravy. Prairie Woman? Yeah. A little house (laughs) in the Prairie Lady, whatever the fuck her name is. Lee Lee Drummond. Drumhead. Yeah. Yeah. Drumhead. (laughs) Lee Drummond, I believe is her name. I have her her pans. I like them. They're oh, actually yeah? nice. Yeah, my mom's got a lot of her stuff. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, it's really cute. It's a little. It's too kitschy for me, but I like the. I've got the blue set of pans, and it's perfect for what I need. Nice. Any hoozles? Um, can we just skip uh, uh, bright spots? Yeah, this, this week? is the worst fucking week I've had in a very long time. Yeah, let's just say if you, how about this? Instead of bright spots, just go watch our video uh, reviewing uh, uh, the and uh, the commentary for um, the fuck was it we watch? Uh, Puppy, Puppy love. love. Just go do that. Just go do that. Yep, go do that. We were both having a good time. It's, that's yeah. that's all you need. That's all I you need. was maybe drunk at the end. Oh, I hundred percent was getting the, getting there. <laughs> Fucking getting there, man. Yeah, getting 
there. Um, yeah. So we're going to switch. We're going to go plow, <laughs> plow right into this. We're going to plow right plow into. Ahead. Yep. Um, Mr. Plow. We're going to go right into. I did download the 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS. I have not done anything with it yet. I've got the MIDI song, so it's not even like we're still in the. Ridiculous. It's going to be great. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. Um, so I'm trying to de- decide which of the ones I want to show you first. Okay, why don't we do... Yep, I know which one I'm going to do first. Okay, so... <clears throat> uh, we don't have a jingle for this, but what is the name of this uh, this little, little segment we have here? So this is our newest segment on the show, um, in which we... Well, Ray shows me... Um, I ruined my internet algorithm. Yeah. Um, Further. She shows me um, the most outlandish, maybe weirdest um, sex toys that she can find. Um, yeah. We want to preface this segment with the fact that we are not kink shaming anyone. We will not yuck your yum. We do not care what you do in the private, consensual situation that you are in. Um, Mm -hmm. We want you to be safe and do what makes you happy, provided that the other person you're doing this with is also happy and safe um, and Mm -hmm. consenting. So, um, anywho, welcome to Toys for Twats. Um, And if you are a patron... You should be, because what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to share my screen. I cannot wait. With Veronica so she can see it. Um, okay. Let me pick which one I want. There we go. Beautiful. Um, <clears throat> are you ready for this? I'm never ready for it. There you go. There you go. This is Icon Brands Keisha Gray's, who I didn't look up, but I'm pretty sure is a porn star, Foot Fetish Fantasy. So this is um, a set of uh, silicone feet that are like together and like um, like if you were sitting crisscross applesauce, not even like that. Yeah. No, no. If you were doing like a yoga pose where you're, what's the one with your legs are out? Lotus? I don't know. Yeah. Lotus. And your feet are together. Mm-hmm. That's what this looks like. Two feet that are like heels and, and soles together. Uh, there's a hole in between so you can fuck it that way. But then you can also fuck the, the heels of it. That looks like a very small hole. Yes. 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 Uh, then you can also fuck the back of it. So you can fuck the heels, you can fuck the toes, and you can fuck the top of it. You can fuck the, the arches. But the, um, I, for those of you who cannot see, this has, the hole has to be, what, the size of a pencil? Yeah, that hole is very, very small. Um, so this was casted from, wait, hold on. <clears throat> what am I doing? <laughs> oh, God. Cast, ca- ca- casted from porn star Keisha Gray's sexy sex six. Size six feet, made from velvety, soft, fleshy TPR, which mimics the feel of real human skin. Oh, Total length of ten inches, offering a satisfying deep penetration. Two different entrance holes between her arches. I'll go from heel to toe. Oh, that's what they want you to do. So, well, I mean, either way. Yeah. Um, easy to clean and a hundred percent waterproof. So it means you could throw it in the dishwasher. Yeah, of course. If you of course. Want. Um. Uh, it custom, custom uh, actually, I want to go to features because oh I want to see if they tell you like the size of that hole. Uh, no, no, they do not. Go back to that description and read yep. uh, the 
experienced porn star. Read that part. Okay. Experienced porn star Keisha Gray's sexy six size six feet pressed together, eager, awaiting your meat. <laughs> Each piece is artfully designed to accentuate the elegance of the foot, celebrating every contour, texture, and curve with exquisite precision. Created with passion and a deep understanding of fetish desires, this masturbator offers salacious sensations that transform both your solo play sessions and kinky couples play. Wow. Uh, wow. Uh, I mean, you know, I know people have got, I mean, uh, Quentin Tarantino, this is probably, he's got about 14 of these probably. He has to like get new ones every like fucking couple of weeks because he rips the other ones out. Totally get it. See, people got that thing, but. Go to reviews. What are people saying about it? <laughs> what are people saying? Five out of five stars. That's oh, it. That's all we got. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. Nope. No, no reviews here yet. Be the first one Be to write one. Be the first one right. I also would like to show, like, to point you to the top here of using the code for 10% off of Spank V Wank. Oh my God. Yep. This is, a, uh, this is uh, also a fetish site. This is uber kinky. So uh, it's not a, f- a fetish, it's a way of life. So, Obviously. again, we are not hating on no. any no, of No, my stuff. primary concern with this is that that hole is far too small. I'm afraid someone's going to like rip the sides of their dick off or it's going to get their dick's going to get stuck, stuck in, in a there. size of and then they have to go to the hospital and then it's going to be on one of those like t- shows on TLC, which is not the learning channel. Somebody called the Lost Cause channel. I'm like, that's exactly that it. sounds pretty 100 yeah. um, percent. And it's going to be that ER show, like horrors of the ER. Yeah. And mm-hmm. someone's going to take this this they're going to cut this silicone thing off of someone's dick. Um, there's actually a few um, like nurses in the ER, like people who work in the ER, who their TikToks are like entirely about that. I'm sure. Like things that happened in the ER this weekend and stuff like that. It's pretty funny. Uh, here's my question. Um, for you to, it, it would be really hard to fuck somebody in real life like that though, right? Like someone's feet like that. I mean, I think that's why the arches, that arch hole is there. I feel like that would be easier. Yeah. But like, I'm thinking about it, like you have to, like you as, as the, like if it's whoever, whoever you're, 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 if it's a man or a woman, it doesn't matter. The partner has to be laying on their back with their feet, like up with the heels pressed together and the soles pressed together while you fuck them on your knees, obviously like facing the feet. It's not comfortable. It, probably not. Maybe if like one person is standing and the other person is on the bed. Could be. Could be. I mean, it's just, hey, man, you like feet? That's cool. That's, you know, everybody's cool. got their thing. I just think it's really interesting that you all got yourself like a, a masturbator for it. Cool. That is like molded after a porn star's feet. Yeah. Let's look up real quick uh, what uh, Keisha Gray looks like. God, I'm gonna do this, y'all. Again, if you have a Patreon, you want to Keisha Gray. Oh, let's see what this lady looks like. I'm not gonna click on. I don't want to. Okay, oh, that's what she looks like. Okay, she's pretty. All right. I'm guessing she's got beautiful feet. She's very pretty. I'm not clicking any of these because I do not want porn. Don't do it. Nope. 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 All right. So that is that one. (laughs) All right. So this next one, I had to look up what it was. And this to me is my justification when I say that 
Jeffrey Dahmer would not have killed people if he lived in current days. Okay. This is a neoprene sick sleep sack. This is... uh, Dive into the world of unadulterated ecstasy as you surrender your senses and embark on an unforgettable journey of salacious submission. Created with meticulous attention to detail, this sleep sack is not just any ordinary piece of gear. It's a gateway to unparalleled gratification that will leave you dreaming of more. Designed to enshroud your entire body in a sinfully snug embrace, the 665... (laughs) I mean, where was 664? Leather neoprene sack... Sleep sack is a masterpiece of desire and domination. Slip into the sleek, smooth, two millimeter black neoprene casing that caresses your skin, leaving you delectably vulnerable and delightfully restricted. It is even flat stitched for super strength, while allowing remaining supremely stretchy for optimum comfort and maximum restriction. Now, going back to what I said, I'm going to defend what I said is the reason he did what he did is because he wanted to, like, he wanted someone who wasn't alive like that was his fetish that was his thing it that's what this is i mean someone can't move they can't be like i mean they are full fully submissive to the person that they're i mean there's a hole in the butt for the butt there sure is in the butt and then uh, there's a lady one is there yep uh there is no picture here um Oh, here we... Oh, those are just... Okay. Uh, but I had to look up what they were because I was like, I don't know what this means. Um, oh, so my God. So there's one. Is this a, a, a person in a leather sleep sack fixated with belts. So they're like belted down. Like these people are not moving, which is exactly what like some people who have that, like who like uh, <laughs> um, necrophilia and that sort of thing that's what they're into like that's very like submissive like they can't fight back sort of thing that's what this is i mean not completely obviously it's not like it's not a you know what i'm saying uh but yeah so that's that i don't want i like it. this guy i don't i don't want it i don't want it um he looks like a dolphin i was like oh is this protect guy pretending to be a dolphin because there's like one part where he's in a pool and I was like, does this guy want to fuck a dolphin? I'm confused. Um, I mean, not that I'm saying that anything's... <sighs> this one's a tough one, guys. Like, if you're down with this, cool. Like, cool. Yeah. I'm not. I don't want that. I don't want I, this. I also don't want it for $280 true story i wonder if they're like more expensive the larger you get nope Mm. no they're all the same yeah were they all 280 yep so there you go you can fuck an immobile person uh in a rubber suit i don't like it (laughs) who kind of looks like a dolphin (laughs) for our last entry i i and i answered her call listeners with this look on my face, because, like, I hit the admit button, and I was like, wait, what the fuck is happening on this other page? And this is what was happening on the other page. This is a Cinevator Basculus Platinum Silicone Anal Colon Snake, 20 inches and 43 inches. These snakes... Oh, is there a video? Let's see what the video does here. Oh, God. Um, I'm sure it's just showing you, like, how it can be, like... Uh, so, okay. 
So what happens with this? Okay, it is. Let me just read you the description. Okay, um, this amazing. This. <laughs> oh God, no, no pun here. This this amazing anal conda slithers through the sphincter, promising unparalleled gratification as the colon constricts around it. There's no disputing the cinevator basilisk anal anal snake has depth. With insertable length of 20 inches or a gargantuan 43 inches, it will coil inside the colon, sneaking its way through the guts until fully digested. Completely unique in design, this huge dildo features a snake's head at the tip, which is gently tapered for comfortable insertion and measurement markings along the side to facilitate deviant depth training while easily tracking progress, complete with a flared base for safety. Well, at least there's that. I like that. Do you think you have the gu- Oh, Jesus Christ. Do you think you have the guts to swallow this kinky colon snake hole? Question mark. <laughs> so it's it's pretty. The one is green and, and gold and spray painted pretty. Well, I would assume it's not spray painted because uh, that would get like just flake off in your in your butthole. Um, but this isn't I've never heard of this I've before. So before. this was uh, again a rabbit hole. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to come back from. Uh, yeah, so you can uh, also these things are I, everything that I have described tonight are expensive yeah. they're very expensive this one um uh oh the um the large oh God. Uh, the, the pbr is, can for um yep. for scale is terrifying so we're thinking let's see one two three four five six seven so for the large it's seven like diet coke cans on top of each other going up your butt into I would assume your intestines would have to. I don't want that. I, I, I just I okay. I mean I just I worry that something's going to happen. But right. I like, don't is know. This I mean, safe again, to use? I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh my god! Again, One of the colors is Malibu anybody's... Barbie. What? One of the colors is Malibu Barbie. Oh, oh, and there's just Ken. There's just Ken. Oh no, oh, I'm just Ken. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad it's medium soft. Firmness guide. Oh, here I can click on it if you like. Uh, oh, this is just for this thing. Okay, cool. Uh huh. Cinevator buying guide. Um. Um. Okay, so medium soft is like the softest they have is a gummy bear. Uh, the hardest is a fucking tire and the heel of a shoe. I, okay. All right. Cool. Wow. Cool. Um, yep. Hey, if you guys are interested and you want to like, uh, take some, uh, some views here, uh, it's uber kinky. Uh, uberkinky.com and uh, 10% off right now selected products using uh, the code SPANKVWINK so have at it um, choose your own adventure yeah I am sure oh pe- penis plugs I'm sure there is <laughs> okay I'm sure there'll be more things that we look at coming up and this will not be the last time we are on this page 
I've got to close out of this because I have to close out of this. Um, <laughs> I so have to close out of this. <laughs> the things I've learned, you know. I well, and that's why I say, like, you know, everyone says there's no one. Some there's no, you know, like they, people can't find them. There's there's you have a kink that like so weird or whatever. You're gonna find your people. There's somebody oh, yeah, out there for, for you, sure. man. There's somebody out there that has a kink. Just it's like just waiting for you, man. Absolutely. That's what I said. Yep. Ooh. Just shivered. Yep. 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 I mean. Uh oh. Uh, also, like there, and I really like about the uh, Wikipedia for the sleep sack. There is safety considerations. I really like that they give. Uh, uh, these are the considerations to be taken prior to entry into sleep sleep sack. Never leave someone alone. Right. Um, hydration, as in, because you were in a rubber suit. Yes. Um. Dehydration is a major and often underestimated uh, problem, right? Watch the zipper. Ow. Okay. Uh, since most people who will want to be in a sleep sack will also want to be naked, making sure all body parts are away from the zipper is obvious, but important enough to maintain, to mention. Circulation issues. A general rule of bondage is the person being restrained should change positions about once every hour to prevent circulation problems. And the last one is a safe word. I mean, some of these are like, yes, we know. Um... So again, not yucking anybody's yum. You go for it. But it's just something that you don't see every day. Let's just say that's just something you don't see every day. It's very true. Yep. And I'm not equating people who are getting into sleep sacks with a serial killer. I'm just no, saying no, that like no, no, no. people would like they're I'm sure if he was here today, he could find someone who was into the weird things he was into. And think so. of like the websites that he would have found his people, you know? He would have found his people. Somebody who pretended to be, who was cool with him, like, drugging him and having sex with him. If Fine. you are new to the show, um, please keep in mind that uh, Ray really loves, like, horror films True. and serial killer documentaries. So this is not just, like, a random off-the-cuff comment, like... Ray like serial killer documentaries. So. Yeah. I mean, like half of the female population. <laughs> yeah. Which is really funny. I mean, hey, man, it's constant vigilance. Yep. Gotta be no one's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there's that. Fascinating. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to take a little break. Yes. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about Sister of the Pride. This seems like a really weird transition. <laughs> It's Serial high. killers and sleep sacks. Sister of the bride. Sister of the bride. Um, yeah. I mean, this will be fun. Yeah, we both enjoyed this. We've yeah. had we've had a really good luck with some arcs recently, so we're very excited. Yeah, we really have. We liked last week's a lot as well. Mm-hmm. We've had like I would say we had Tracy Sumner, and then we had a really great Claire Kingsley and a really great Lucy score. And then a down part. And then we've had two ARCs in a row that we really liked. So, Yeah. And um, Tracy's got a new book out very yeah. soon. I just signed up for the for the, um, the Net Galley. So I'm very excited. Yeah. Okay, okay. We'll be back in two and two. And we're back. We're back, bitches. I'm super excited to talk about this book. I... 
this was a lovely book. This, this was, was like really lovely. It was like it, it's it's very low stakes to a point. I mean, yeah, there's to some a point, stakes. Sure. I mean, there's certainly some stressful shit that happens, like the heroine's entire life is being turned upside down. This, to me, is very women's fiction more than it is. I mean, it is romance. There is a romance that's happening. But I Mm -hmm. think a lot of this is very introspective. And I would actually say this might be more of women's fiction than it would be like a complete romance. Yeah, I mean, it. First, I mean, it's definitely a romance because there's a central love story and there's a happy ending. But um, there's definitely... Um, a lot of crossover into women's fiction. And honestly, like, those are some of my very favorite romances when you've got, like, character development is a central plot point in the book because Pippin has a lot of growing to do. She does. And she she does. does. She she does the work. She freaks out and then realizes that she's being a dick and then starts to write the course. And she, and so um, I was saying, I was telling Veronica before we started, I'm like, I read a couple of reviews and it, they actually like made me mad after I read the book because I was thinking about, it. I'm like, a lot of them were like, it's, you know, it's so boring. Nothing happens. Didn't finish it because nothing happened. I'm like, I mean, there's a lot happening. There's a lot going on. This book is 254 pages. Yeah, it's and not it long. Moves very quick. If you and look at lot... the like print length on Amazon, mm-hmm. it says three oh five, but yes. NetGalley says two fifty four. So yeah, I'm gonna go. It, it moves. Uh-huh. It moves. I mean, I literally, I was. I don't know how far into the book I was by today when I start. You know, to finish it, but I finished it in about like an hour and a half. Like it was not. It was not long um but the fact is it was like yeah, i think you have to be willing and open to take the ride with her yeah 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 for sure um because there's you know like we'll get into it but there's a lot happening in pippin's life yeah that she needs to contend with and, and sort out mm-hmm. yeah um like both logistically and yes. emotionally yeah so um yeah um, right, do you want to read the summary of this thing? Yeah, I think that would be a good start, and then we can kind of talk about it more. All right. Yep. This is Sister of the Bride by Lauren Morrill. And if that is not how you say your name, Lauren, I am so sorry. Please correct we me. We love you, so yeah. you can tell us what you'd so, like. You know, just, just tell us. Tell us what you want us to call you. Vivian. Okay. Um. <laughs> so so random okay <clears throat> shout out to the worst darcy shout out to the worst darcy um and also uh pretty women okay a rom-com retake on father of the bride about letting go falling in love and a whole lot of lasagna for someone oh God, who doesn't do well lasagna. with change pippin marino sure is dealing with a lot of it First, her twin sister returns from Europe with a fiancé and a plea for Pippin to plan the wedding. Then her mom announces plans to sell the 100-year-old family restaurant that Pippin has been running since her father died. But at least there's one good development in Pippin's life. After eight years on the West Coast, her best friend, Toby Sullivan, surprises her by moving back to Boston. Having him back is the one bright spot amidst her summer of panic, especially when he offers to help her plan the wedding. But then one kiss changes everything. 
And Pippa Marino does not do well with change. She does not. This is another book where I love the co- the cover. It was yeah, super really cute, cute because it was like, that's Toby right there. That's yeah. fucking Toby. It certainly is. And the, it's the two of them. She, they're basically in like their wedding outfits for um, her sister's wedding. And um, <clears throat> they're in front of the restaurant. So yeah, it's, it's it's really cute. Yeah. Okay, so how we do things on this show oh, is we do, do we a need to bits. like say anything else about the Oh, um So her sister has been away. Uh, this again not giving anything away cuz you learn this in the, the second chapter. Um has been in London for 6 months mm-hmm. uh, away studying, right? Or is she just go and travel. I think no, I think she's studying and researching for her dissertation. That's right, because she's going to all the different museums, the art museums, because mm-hmm. she's an art historian. She's like, that's what she's art planning history. to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so she's coming home and uh, the whole family is kind of like excited about like her being home because, of, you know, and unfortunately her um, her mom. So her father is dead. Her father has been passed away for eight years at this point. And yeah, he um, he died when she was like just starting when they were like just starting college, like when she was yes. were 18. And she actually she stopped. She dropped out of college. No, she's continued. She continued. But I think she, she altered her major or something. Something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know that was... that's super clear. Like she still went no. to school, but her her plan and also her dad's plan was never to take over the restaurant. Right. Like that wasn't what she was planning on doing after college. No. But to make like ends meet because her, you know, for her mom and like. And her grandmother. And her grandma, her Nona. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, and Polly was like, Polly's super smart, got full rides everywhere she's gone. So Mm -hmm. it was not like, that was not in the cards for her to take over. Like it was going to be Pippin. Yeah. So Pippin worked at the restaurant went to school part-time did finish her degree so has her um has her business degree mm-hmm. um but has pretty much saved the family in the terms of like running this fucking like restaurant this like mm-hmm. very I mean, I mean i want to say about 100 years or you know yeah. owned yeah the um restaurant the blurb says 100 year old family restaurant because it was yeah her great grandfather's before it was her or it was her grandfather's before it was her father's right yeah so and it's boston so you know that real estate is fucking nuts there because it is Mm -hmm. um so like she lives in this little tiny like they live above the restaurant yep and she has she sleeps in a twin bed in the attic yep with her twin yep and um her twin yes. has her own twin bed but like right like they, they don't sleep together the this isn't like a walton's thing this right, is a john right, right. boy yeah right but um yeah so like her coming home is a big thing um they call each other pizza and pepperoni which makes me laugh so fucking hard and i want to change your name on my phone to pizza or pepperoni whichever you'd like um, so amazing <laughs> um and and Toby's just, it's kind of like the three of them, like growing up was the, like, they were like the three musketeers. Like they were friends. Like obviously he was closer to Pippin than mm-hmm. he was to Polly, but they were all kind of together. And Pippin, or sorry, Polly has come home and has an announcement. 
Yep. She is engaged. And uh, by the way, her fiance is going to be here in 20 minutes to have dessert with us. So. Yeah. FYI, guys. And then, like, as they're having dinner, she's putting the ring on her finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. <sighs> And Shame Pippin. on Polly. Polly should have been saying something. Ahead I know. Of time. I was I was annoyed that Polly was not being I mean, more forthcoming about that. Yeah, I mean Polly's adorable and you will love her, but like this part, I'm like Polly, no, not good. Yeah, not good. Um, yeah. But I think that's really. Do you think there's any more? I mean, well, also Pippin is habitually she's a commitment phobe. She's she's habitually uh, like. You know, she'll date somebody for a couple weeks and then drop she, them. Yeah, she's very nitpicky, and which yep. is, I don't think, she's a bad me. thing. Like, I'm, well, I mean, I, I don't think find... that there's anything wrong with Pippin, like, or her no. attitude toward relationships. Um, it's, you don't, who has time to fucking waste on somebody who's not for you? Right, and like, she definitely doesn't. This woman is running her family's fucking restaurant. She has yeah. no time. And that's, it's so... It's demonstrated consistently throughout the book how little free time she has. Because, like, well, at one right. point she swings by the restaurant um, just to, like, check on things because someone and else was doing prep yeah. and ends up working for hours because the person who was doing prep screwed a bunch of stuff up and then she had to stay there to, like, do a bunch of things. And she's from, yeah. multiple times is at the restaurant and it's like, crap, I have to leave. I have an appointment like for wedding planning stuff. Like something will come up like on her phone. She's like, oh, shit, I forgot about that. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, and from one commitment phone to another, um, they're Pippin. I get it. I've done the same thing. Found one thing that's going to drive me fucking crazy, even though it's like something so small that people would get over. But I can't fucking get over it because you you make swords in your basement. What? OK. Um, yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's weird. He tried to kiss me. I was like, dude, no. Nope, 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 nope. Where did you think in all of our conversation this evening that I had to fucking man because you couldn't talk? Does that mean that I'm going to make out with you? Nope. No, thank you. That's horrible. No, thank you. It's horrible. No, thank you. Yeah. Anyhow. All right. So how we do things on this show is we do a compliment sandwich. So Mm -hmm. we start the top bun is something we liked about the book. Uh, Then we have our middle our meat, which is something we didn't so much care for about the book. And then we end on a high note we sure with do. the bottom butt. We sure do. My dear. Yes. Veronica, pizza. Would you please give me your top bun? I would love to. So um, my top bun is, in a broad sense, Toby. But on a, like, on a more granular level the th- i much like um friends with friends without benefits which was like the first episode we ever did i am a sucker for like the it's always been you trope like i've been in love with you for fucking ever i've always wanted you i just yep. didn't think you felt the same way um so you and I had been texting. Um, I, and, and when I texted you, I was literally like 7% in. And I yeah. knew. As soon as Toby comes back, like, and yep. basically as soon as you find out that he and Jen broke up, I was like, they broke up because of her. They yep. broke up because of Pippin. Yep. Um, and even though, like, Toby is not being obnoxious or pushy or nope. anything like that with her. But 
he's he is though trying to show her more attention in a very more se- like sexualized manner like not mm-hmm. sexualized but more like a he's sensual manner yeah and he's trying to flirt with her in a yeah. way that won't scare her yes. and is trying to like gently demonstrate that he has feelings for her because they have known each other since they were 12 when she like protected him or like like i forget he somehow like his pants got pulled down and she pulls his pants up and she's like when they were 12 there was like a bully yeah there was a bully and like for some reason he got pantsed and he stood there like frozen and so she comes up, literally pulls his pants up, tells off the bully, and then takes him, like, drags him away. And they, she says, and I convinced my mom to um, buy his popsicles. Mm. And so after that, they were, like, fast friends. Yeah. Amazing. Like, I mean, it's, and you can tell, like, they both say, like, they, they're, obviously, they dated people all through high school. Yeah. But you know that, like, you know him. You know that he was just pining for her. I mean, mm-hmm. any girl who's going to do that for you, yeah. it's oh, fucking yeah. done, man. Yeah. Done. Done. Um, he also, at some point, she's talking about, like, when her dad died. and Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, he flew, like, overnight, like, red took eye. a red eye from mm-hmm. California back to Boston to be with her um, and make sure that she was, I mean, she wasn't okay, but, like, just to be with her. Um, I mean, even then I I was like, dude, he's in love with you. Like, you're just not paying attention. And like everybody else but her knows it. That's what's the best part of this book. At one point, she's telling Polly about like, well, we're just friends. Mm -hmm. And Polly says to her, I highlighted this because I loved it so much. She goes, Polly, um... Uh, okay Polly sighs did you think I was going to live in your attic in the attic with you forever no (laughs) maybe but now Mackenzie will be your person and she says and Toby is yours Mm -hmm. my mouth drops open no he's not Polly shrugs well Toby's always been the one you call in a crisis the one you tell all your secrets to first I get them but only after you've workshopped with them with him first Mm -hmm. we're sisters and we'll always be sisters but Toby is your person I loved that. I'm like, I thought I'm like workshopped with it. I was like that. Yep. I like that. How that, 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 you know, how she phrased that. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm trying to find <laughs> some of these screenshots are absolutely like smoking hot. Um, well, yeah. And when they start to, when he starts to like reveal that he's like has feelings for her, it's not like, overload like it's very you as the reader are gradually like led into this as as she is like he's super fucking smart with this because he's not like i'm trying to like make it so you don't fucking lose your mind like i'm trying to keep you calm so that way you'll be on the same level as i am right now like because he knows her so well yes and we as the reader are we're we're getting the same experience so it's like he you can tell that he's as she says, he's got a different look on his eye, in his eyes. Yeah. Um, here. Um, I forget what exactly is going on here. Um, oh, they are... Um, Dress fitting? No, they are doing... Um, 
wedding invitations, I think, like, or programs. Oh. They're making the programs or something, and they... <laughs> That's the first before, time, yep. Yeah, but, like, mm-hmm. before any of that, um, yeah. the two of them, like, pop on um, the wedding singer and yeah. start, like, doing the programs and stuff like that. It's just the two of them. He has two full days off. He was so excited about it. Um, and I don't remember exactly what caused this conversation to happen but she's like she starts crying i think and i I don't remember why um this is page 190 if you want to like go back and look um while i read this um he says it's okay pippin you can be sad with me he says reaching out to grasp my wrists pulling my hands gently away from my face you can be anything you need to be with me all the breath whooshes out of me at the way he's gripping my wrists and then his fingers suddenly thread through mine and he's holding both of my hands. My heart pounds out a symphony in my chest and when I glance up, smoldering Toby is back. My lips part, though I'm not quite sure what I want to say or ask. But then Toby lets go. He sits back, giving me the slightest nod. He's just so like... Because right before then, they're talking about the fucking sale of the restaurant. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. And he's like, um, it's just, well, you're making great. You made great strides in getting comfortable with Mackenzie and the wedding. You haven't spit on a single one, yeah. one of these yep. programs, for example. But I get the sense that you can't say the same for the sale of Marino's. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess we spoiled a little bit. But, I mean, there's not a ton of, like, there's there's stakes, but they're not, like, huge stakes because in the long run she's gonna be a fucking millionaire so i mean like yeah she's gonna be doing just fine at the end of it like um again so i i hate that i spoiled it but i mean well in the blurb it says like her mom has chosen to sell the restaurant so oh okay yeah it says that for some reason i thought it was like it was going to like up in the air there i didn't know i thought i read it differently um, well, I mean, it says announces plans to sell. So I guess like there's, I suppose there's like the chance that it yeah, wouldn't, well, but. So here's what leads them into this though. This is what it was. And I was thinking about it when you're talking earlier. Um, she says, oh, you mean the sale of my family's legacy and my childhood home, which will also evaporate my job? Yeah, that. No, I'm not going to do anything weird. I sigh. It's going to be hard, you know, trying not to imagine what dad would say while this slick corporate guy eyes the place his family built to see it's worthy. I think your dad would be pretty psyched about it, so long as the company's a good fit. Your dad used to talk about selling the place and retiring all the time. No, he didn't. Come on, Pip. Are you kidding? He brought it up all the time. He loved running merinos, but he had real plans to retire down to the Cape someday. He just weighed lobsters and fried clams and sniffed the salt into the sunset. You don't remember that? And so the the memory is what kicks her in to start sobbing. Yeah. She sobs a lot. I feel that. She breaks down a lot in this book, and uh, it's usually on Toby. I, but yeah, I mean, she feels safe with him. Yep. She feels like she can do she, that. He's her person. Because you're in love with him, dummy. Um... <laughs> There's the one thing about that part, too, is that she says, um, I'm so grateful for this memory that like Toby has unlocked. Like I hadn't remembered it. Yes. And then he brought it up 
and now I'm remembering it. And what that happens there, yes. one other time as well. Yes, and I loved and it. And I won't yeah. give that away at all because that's no. like a very, very sweet thing that happens. Um, but she says, like, this person is giving me a gift of a memory of of some a memory of my dad that I was not there for. Yep, I, that's so awesome. I, I love that. I love that I outlook. Love that. I love yes. that outlook. She's like, I mean. What I do like about Pippin is that she is, she's 26 years old. I mean, mm-hmm. she's young. She's mm-hmm. a baby. Yeah. But at the same time, like, she's, she's got a good head on her shoulders. And as much as she's, like, having issues with this, this, I mean, obviously issues with everything that's happening. Like, she's keeping that good head on her shoulders. And, like, she has, she's like, she's kind of like, you got to vent. You got to, like, rage a little bit. And then calm down and come to your senses. Like, any of us fucking would. Like, yeah. I, that's what I kind of like about Morel's like writing here is kind of like this is what we all would do in this situation. Yeah, and again, she's dealing with a lot of fucking change in her life. Anyone would be freaking out if they were in her position. Yeah, everything yeah. about her life is changing. Yep. Yep. Um. So yeah, Toby and how he just loves the living hell ever. He does. Um, what is your top on my love? So in the same vein, um, I love, um, I love that the, the restaurant itself is kind of like its own character and, and, t- and she ties herself to it. So the growth of, um, and it also kind of like references or like as a placeholder for her, uh, processing of grief of her father, um, so like the selling and and like I think it's very important that she is the person who is actually the one who actually completes the sale and does like the fucking legwork and then you find out like what she's actually been doing to like keep this place afloat and and at the same time she's able to process her grief because mm-hmm. I think she's been so quote unquote busy with running the like everything like that's what her life has been yep. like it's been just constant 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 going that she's not had time to sit down and fucking grieve for her father mm-hmm. so i think the sale of the restaurant while you know like for her horrific like for i mean it is a change in your like not just status but like how like you know your job your living situation everything but it's also like you're moving to another you're growing you're becoming like you're moving to another like um level of your you know adulting i should say Mm -hmm. like you're you're advancing into you know adulthood and i think for the longest time she kind of let the restaurant be her like cover for not becoming an adult yeah exactly and so now she's got to be like because a lot of times these are questions like what do i do i i don't know what i'm gonna do like i've never had the choice to like what's gonna make me happy like Mm -hmm. what kind of job will make me happy and i kind if all of us could have that fucking like uh, you know ability to do that and be like i mean i have to say that i got i was i lucked out and i found a job that i fucking you know like that i because if someone from 10 years ago was like hey you're gonna like computers you're gonna be good at it i'd be like fuck <laughs> you no way no possible way no fucking way yeah and yeah, I mean, so it's like, and in, in you and you're gonna like it, like, like that's. I, I think the same thing with her is like she just she there, there's possibilities that she never had before. So, 
and unfortunately it comes with the you know sacrifice of, of, of the restaurant but um again with the, the reviews of people like well you know i don't understand what the emphasis is so much on the restaurant because it's a fucking it's a living, breathing entity guys. in this fucking it's the third character that's in this fucking book anyhow so that's mine i love yeah, it no i, I mean i completely it. agree with you like i i really it's not only to me that she was using the restaurant as a way to not process because she definitely yep. was doing that yep but also, like, that... She does it with the sister's wedding, too. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a, I have to do this. And mm-hmm. everyone's like, you don't... You're helping. You're not doing it. You're helping it. Right. It's She not only uses it as a way to not process, but she a couple times says, like, who's going to do it if I don't? There's no one else to do it. You yeah. know, it, which is clearly, like her personality but i think she also uses that as a crutch like in oh, every yeah. instance you know like in the restaurant in the wedding in tons of probably scenarios that we're not seeing like that's just an aspect of her personality that she needs to like control situations and otherwise she's afraid nothing's gonna get done I, I i'm not gonna lie i found myself in pippin a lot through this fucking book because i'm the same <laughs> literal way like i i don't know how to say i need help like i'm always like just just give just give it to me i'll do it just fucking give it to me and that's where she's at like that's how like years have passed like she at one point there's many actually there's a couple references she has about not talking to toby for fucking months yeah because she's been down in her own shit Mm -hmm. like with the restaurant and he's been like i'm sure loving and missing her but he's not gonna press because He's in a relationship that's not going anywhere. And yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. All right. All the happy. Now we get to the uh, things we didn't like as much. Okay. Um, I think you should go first. Okay. Um, so when Polly comes home <laughs> and she is like, she's almost vibrating she's so excited about like there's something she's hiding she hasn't told anybody which shame on polly for not telling anybody ahead of time because mm-hmm. they didn't even know that she was dating somebody right over there um but she breaks the news that she's engaged it's not again, even that she said, breaks the news it's actually that pippin screams oh my god are you engaged yes because she puts a ring on her finger that she's been hiding and like you said earlier, oh, yes. And she's coming in 20 minutes to enjoy, you know, have di- dessert with us. Mm-hmm. Pippin's response here and for a good amount of the first part of the book is not great. No. It's, it's very it's pretty childish. terrible, actually. It's immature, childish, selfish. Um, I know it's, it's needed to see how we're going to grow from there. But... To the point where she fucking falls in a koi pond for one point. She does. Like, she's just very selfish. Um, so I didn't care for that. It's not, it's not an enjoyable part of the book, but it's needed. So part of me doesn't enjoy that I had to read that part, but I get it. Yeah, I mean, I know it's needed. And later, um, I'm, I'm basically co-signing on that because that was something about the... It was difficult for me to, like, find something I don't like or didn't yes, like about this book. 100%. Um, yeah. 
I fully recognize that that part is needed. In particular, like something that was really bothering me during those sections when she was um, being outright like hostile, hostile and rude and mean, like just saying really mean things to her sister. Yeah. Especially like the dress situation. Oh, that was so hard to read. Like so hard. Stick with it because it will be very hard. Yeah. Um, But during that, I kept thinking to myself like, Jesus Christ, Pippin, like just tell your sister that you are sad that your relationship is going to change. That is what is going on here. Right. Is that you know that this close relationship you've always had with your twin sister is going to change. Yep. She's not going to live in the attic with you anymore. You're not going to have this summer that you've been like building up in your head where you get to do all these fun things together because she's back. Which is the thing is she could still have that. She just has another person that would be coming with them. Yeah, but that's, that's just not how she's looking at it. And no, then she no. she meets Mackenzie and does not like her, like, immediately. Which I loved in Mackenzie from the fucking get-go. From, like, probably the part, like, where they come over to her house and she gives her those fucking pajamas to wear. Yeah. That's where I was like, Mackenzie's fucking nose. Mackenzie's on it. I I can't say I loved her, but I didn't hate her. Like, I didn't see the reason why... Again, like the reason Pippin doesn't like her is because, A, she is very, like, this is an opposite to track situation. Like, oh, between sis Polly and Mackenzie. Mackenzie. They're very different. Um, But she clearly doesn't like Mackenzie because she doesn't want her sister to move out. Like, that, I mean, that's the entire thing. And so I'm just like, just fucking talk to her. But then we get like an entire other situation where, um, she talks to another character and that character is like, you have to be honest about this. You have to talk to Toby about this because otherwise you really are going to destroy your friendship. Yep. Yep. And, and that, that's the lesson that she needed to learn. So we do, while it is so difficult to get through that, those parts where she is really being mean to her sister. And that is like a turning point. When even mm-hmm. she realizes, like, I have been an absolute asshole. Oh, when mom comes out after the fucking dress, mm-hmm. that's like wake up call central. Like, that yeah. is like, yeah, I mean, that's it, things turn from there. And like, she finally gives Mackenzie a fucking chance and finally does like, then, yes, then she's like tight with like <laughs> with Franz and uh, Nora. And Nora so, and, like, yeah. So yeah. It, it really does turn around after that because she need. You need to see like that. Um, she hit rock bottom. Yeah. You need to see her handle that situation so poorly. And then uh, watch her like work out how to do that better. And then ha- and then truly do handle it better. Yeah. Um, and I think probably people were pissed because Toby was not involved into a lot of this. Like he was, he said, I will be the person you can come and cry on and be mad about. Like, like you can come to me with all your angry Polly stuff and I will, I will be your person for you. Yeah. And, um, because he's like, I don't like, 
I don't have anything. I don't have a fucking horse in this. Like I don't have a dog in this fight or a horse in this game. But right in this race. But like so. And he's also, just she there. he knows that Pippin cannot control. She doesn't have a filter, and she can't control no. her the volume of her face, as Mister Veronica would say. So yes. he's like, you have got to be supportive, and and figure out your reactions. He literally says that he's yeah. like. You f- you you say everything in your face, and so your you need to figure everything. that out, and then come and talk to me about how upset you are, because yeah. you cannot say this shit to your sister. What your what a good partner would say? Yeah, like what you know, like a good partner would be like, you can come tell me how much you hate all the gr- girls you work with, <laughs> yeah. and I will be the person who just is like, they're all bitches. It's fine. You're great. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Or your yeah, your friends are super catty. Yeah, you like that sort of thing. Like that's who that's what they're there for. Mm-hmm. Um, and leaning on that a little bit. Um, so is my bottom bun, which is so every time there's a bit of miscommunication, it like quickly turns around. Like it it resolves itself. Like they make because Pippin says shit. Like honestly, I think like the things that Pippin says while not hurtful but are very fucking honest like she says to like she's you know she says to toby i'm really afraid that we're gonna fuck this up Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna lose my goddamn best friend Mm -hmm. and she's not wrong no absolutely not even like at one point she says um I forget like what exactly she says to him but she she admits to herself like i want him but i need him to be my friend i need him, I need him right now mm-hmm. to help me get through this entire upheaval of my life there's a line he says later he says i want you i want you and mm-hmm. i was like that's wow perfect that's exactly it like it's like i'm choosing you like not just as my friend i'm choosing you as my partner and she has to be on the same level with him. Mm-hmm. And she's very honest and says, like, I'm not on the same level with you right now. Right. Like, work with me. We'll get there. Yeah. And, and I think that's when she says, like, I I want this. However, like, I am not there because I, I yep. need you as my friend. And if something happens, I will not come back from that. Like, I need I need yep. you to be my friend right now. And there's this, there's something that happens, I'm not going to say what it is, where she, in another book, as I always say, like, the author the, that uh, Lauren Morrell made a really good decision here, because she could have gone a, a different way. Another author would have done it a different way. But I think she made the right choice and said, I trust this person. Mm-hmm. I trust Toby. I've known him since we were 12. Like, he's not going to do something underhanded. I I trust him mm-hmm. that he's not going to fuck me over. Mm-hmm. He's not jerking me around. And it's so refreshing. Cause it's like, you don't have to look at the character and go dummy. He's not going to fucking do that to you. Yeah. He's your friend for like, he was your friend first. Like he's not going to, he wouldn't do it to his friend. He's not going to do it to his partner. Yeah. I mean, so, he's like, been friends with you for like 16 years. Yes. He's been your best friend for 16 years. Red eye to come hold you when you sobbed about your father like like just in the middle of a semester you know right. like, like when think, yeah when he was like in pre-med and when should have been like 
studying for finals. Yeah. yeah. So I just love that the mis the, the quote unquote miscommunication. Like it's it's refreshing to have like honest dialogue and that's like like if there's a through line through this it's honesty just be yes. honest be honest be um, with yourself and with others around you mm-hmm. so that's what i liked about that's my bottom one for sure i get it um mine is um the, you know the first line of the, of the blurb is um a rom-com retake on father of the bride um there is a uh, when we finally get to the wedding, we um, f- trying to like flip through my four thousand screenshots. Um, there we go. <laughs> um, when we get, finally get to the wedding, um, I don't know if anyone else. I've seen Father of the Bride like a hundred and fifty thousand times, and something that for whatever reason has always stuck with me about that the wedding reception portion of that movie is the scene where Steve Martin is trying to get to his daughter. I forget the actress who I'm going to look it up. Cause I, I was thinking of she's married to Brad Paisley. I think her name is Kim. Maybe not. Oh yes. 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 I know who you're talking about. Keep going. I'll um, find it. Yeah. So he's trying to get to her and something is always getting in his way. Like there's people in the way he can't get Kimberly around Williams. Them. I'm sorry, what? Kimberly Williams. Kimberly Williams, thank you. Um, So she, like, he's trying to get to her, and he just can't. Like, he just wants one more dance with his daughter, I think, and, like, he just cannot get there. And he tries to take, like, different ways around the house, and, like, he's slipping on stuff, and there's swans in his way, and, like, it's just difficult for him to get there, and he never really does get there, because Mm -hmm. things keep just happening. Um, They, like, leave by the time... Yeah, and then it's Don't time they- for like them to leave, and so sh- they're they've gotten changed, and they come down the staircase, and walk out the door, and like get in the car, yep. and she ends up like turning around and coming back and like saying goodbye to him, but there is a similar, um, like parallel in this wedding, mm-hmm. um, except that it's between Pippin and Toby, so um. They, this is at the same time where you're talking about, like, there is a potential for a poor decision here. And yes, and she did not make the poor decision. Um, but like, they think she does. He thinks she does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I meant like Lauren moral, like she made a good decision. um, Oh, yes, yes. yes, And he is worried. He's worried about her and is worried that she is freaking out and is going to run. Um, So she's trying to get to him to assure him, like, everything is fine. I'm fine. I just, like, there's there's an issue in why they haven't been able to touch base or whatever. Um, so she's been trying to get toward him, and she does see him at one point and, like, motions for him to, like, go out a door. And so he goes toward the door, and she goes to, like, try to meet him and is blocked by, like, no fewer than two emergencies. <laughs> yeah. To, like, yeah. With deal with those. senator, yeah. Yeah, like, literally there's wine on a senator's crisp white shirt, and, like, the waiter is in tears because he thinks yeah. he's going to, like, get fired in this moment. Um, uh, and then someone else, like, a fuse blows, you know, and, like, she needs to go find Franz and Nora. Um, 
Each time I try to find Toby, another small fire crops up. There's supposed to be one gluten-free, dairy-free, nut-free keto meal for Polly's high school friend, Ronaldo, the marathoner, but it's missing. I find it in the back of the fridge, looking as bland and sad under its plastic wrap as you'd imagine. <laughs> yep. The valet mm-hmm. runs over a nail and gives one of the guests a flat tire, so I make a quick call to roadside assistance to make sure it's taken care of before they leave. The photographer can't find the bathroom. The playlist ends, and Spotify decides Papa Roach is a good choice for cocktail oh, hour. I've never yep. run so fast toward a laptop in my life. Polly loses her bouquet, which she'll need to toss later. I find it next to the toilet in the first floor bathroom. The flower girl accidentally drinks a glass of champagne punch and looks like she's going to hurl. And we narrowly avoided another red stain by whisking her off to a potted plant at the edge of the patio. And I have to help Polly pee by hoisting all of that delicate lace on her dress. Twice. It's just like, just constant stuff popping up from the moment the uh, wedding ceremony ends until like, it's not until after dinner is over and people are dancing. And she says dinner is over and dancing has begun when I finally spot him. He's sitting at a table near the back of the tent, picking at a filet, looking dejected. Because he is, thinks the worst. Because he thinks the worst. He thinks that she is freaking out. And even yeah. though she has tried to like, assure him it's like a comedy of errors yes yeah. it is it's just it, it was just like the perfect storm of things being messed up and he is ecstatic because he thinks that like he's finally going to get everything he's ever wanted and then just by for through circumstance he thinks that like he's that it's all just going to come crashing down around him but he loves her so much, like, he's still there at the wedding, even though he thinks that, like, maybe she's freaking out and she's going to run. And he worked, like, doubles, didn't he? So he that we, worked, he, could, like, he switched to two weeks of overnights so yeah, that so of that the night could, shift so that he could have that night off for the wedding. He had some exercising the night before, so kept him awake. Ew. Well, we'll get to that part. <laughs> but, I mean, Toby's just the greatest. A little Toby bit. Like, is amazing. He's so super, like, cute, nerdy, and, and just awkward. I mean, I, like, I think that this is a perfect, like, um, if you're talking about, like, a nerd who's like, who knows he's a nerd? And that's completely fine. Yeah. And at one point, like, he's going to, like, you know, stand up for her. And, <laughs> and she's like, Toby knows he could never take that person. Yeah. Like, I just think that's lovely because it's like, it's not anywhere like he's an alpha and he's going to take like, no, he just, he's kind of look, he's got the look at his eye. Like, please don't, please don't make me actually have to fight you. Cause yeah. I can't yeah. sort of thing. And I think that's adorable. Like, there. because that's, you know, we, we all talk about it, but that's actually what we want. We want that guy who's very like, he will stand up for us, but like, he's not going to like, for like mortally wounds someone he's not gonna like punch like he just yeah um at one point toby eats like a very (laughs) (laughs) all he wants to do is go to the cake tasting like he promised he would help her with things from the the very beginning when he offers help um, she's like, you are in like the early days of your, of your residency. There's no way, like you won't have time for this. And he's like, I will make time. I will find time. For I cake. will help. Yeah. And he goes, make sure I'm at that cake tasting though. <laughs> yes. He's like, for cake, I will be there. 
he gets to this cake tasting. Oh my god. Oh my god. And like the the baker or whoever is still explaining what the cake flavors are on like the platter in front of them. And she's trying to listen to it and he's like Pippin. Pippin. And she's like what? And he goes the cake is bad. It's really bad. <laughs> She's like, like there's something hard. I think it might be my tooth. <laughs> and the cake maker is like, I would imagine that does taste pretty bad. Um, because that cake is a display and it's been there for two weeks. <laughs> so fucking funny. Instead of like spitting it out, he swallows it. Oh my god. And it is like it is a process. It is a process. Like, it is like a couple like paragraphs of him like swallowing it down and you're like baby you don't need to do that like someone do could it. you could have like, no spit one, it out no one was giving like he even says like no one was getting up to give him a garbage can to or spit a napkin or anything like no, no one helped but him but i was like baby you don't have to eat it like you can just you spit can it up in a napkin if there's one in front of you or on the plate who the fuck cares at this point you ate a display cake yeah so who cares if you spit it up in front of everybody Seriously, um, I'm looking for, there was a, um, you wouldn't think uh, you would need different words for, this is a well-made cake and this cake tastes good. But as soon as the bite of Polly's cake hits my tongue, I know immediately that those two, those are two very different things. The cake itself is moist and delicate on my tongue, but the flavor is, well, it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) um for the record that is a lavender chamomile cake with lemon ginger curd and lavender buttercream does not sound good no it does not sound good of course polly loves it (laughs) she says oh i love it polly says digging her fork into a slice and she's like this woman's a genius and they're all like No, this is where Mackenzie and fucking and uh pippin bond yeah uh, she says Mackenzie. i noticed doesn't echo the sentiment. Next to me, Toby just smiles. What do you guys think? Polly asks. Um, Toby says, clearly worried merrily will end him right then and there upon, criticize, upon hearing any criticism from him. It tastes like Nona's perfume. I say, finally. I think my mom has a candle that smells like this taste, Mackenzie says, placing her fork down gently on the edge of the tray. Seriously, Polly says. She turns to Toby, her last chance to get someone on her side. I'd rather eat the display cake. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you guys, you're not. This book is it's hysterical. There are some very funny funny parts in it. Um, And when. Yeah, I think it ties up really, really well. Yeah, it's it's a great great book. Like, I, I mean, like, I can't think of any other word but lovely. This book is lovely. It is very, very lovely. Um, <laughs> it's really, really sweet. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's very much like, it's, there's the sister bond. There's a point, I, I start getting teary where she's like, I, like, she's, you know, it's right as she's going out and she's like, I love you and she's saying to her sister of course it's the sister thing so i've got i automatically get fucking teary as it is 
Um, but the, the there's an exchange because she gives Polly a gift mm-hmm. as she's going to go walk down the aisle, and it is it will very get you. sweet. It will get you, and especially she gives, uh, the Mackenzie, Mackenzie part. Too. Yep, and it will get you in the feels for sure. It will. Um, I also enjoyed all of the Grey's Anatomy discussion. I was gonna say, Jesus, you know, it's really funny because I read another book, which I don't think. I didn't recommend it. I didn't, but I would. I mean, it's strictly pleasure, but um, that's what's called strictly pleasure. But oh, okay. it's all like the whole the whole character arc. They're watching Grey's Anatomy. Yep, a lot of Der- Derek and Meredith talk. Um, yeah, actually. So uh, she says, "I want her to do something sheer and lacy, like April's dress when she was supposed to marry that EMT, <laughs> but actually ran off with Jackson." Nona whispers, "Why are you whispering?" I ask. Because this place feels like church. Nona replies. <laughs> so she watches Grey's with Nona. Um, I did catch... Who has the DVDs. Yeah, she has the actual DVDs. I do too, also. Um, sh- I did catch a mistake, though. Uh-oh. Because it says um, she would look great in something like Christina's season one dress when she was supposed to marry Burke, but he left her at the altar. That was season three, babe. Okay. Sounds Sorry. good. Okay. I mean, it's okay. I mean, it's it's fine. There are so I many did... seasons of that show. There are. There are. Oh. It's like it's like X-Files. Um, something I should have mentioned when I was talking about Toby. Um, page 63. Um, she's like, you see her noticing more. No, she hasn't really seen Toby very much in eight years. So when yep, he she's, left, she's, oh, when yep. he left, he was an 18-year-old boy. Yeah, he's a 26-year-old man now. a 26-year-old man, man now who runs yeah. and is tall and hot. Jacked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's, like, noticing these things about him. Um, and her... Um, she says, I grimace, but my mind also snags on the description. Oh, because she calls uh, her coworker, um, Ellie? L? I forget what her name is. Evie. E- oh, Evie, thank you. Um, because he looks like Sean Mendez's dirty older brother. I'm not going to lie. We're going to get to stunt casting. I almost just picked fucking Sean Mendez. I considered Mendes. it. I considered it. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I grimace, but my mind also snags on the description because, okay, maybe a little bit. He is very tall, well over six feet, and he's got those wily curls that sort of flop over his eyes and ear and ears of their own volition. He's got warm brown eyes and a wide smile. And yeah, I can see it. But dirty? What does she mean by dirty? That I don't get. To me, Toby will always be this gangly little cinnamon roll who I've known since I was five. Has Toby gotten hot? Objectively, yes. Is Evie right that he looks like season one Clooney in his scrubs? Sure. Okay. Oh, I yeah, see it. Oh, yeah. ER, baby. Right? I, I was feeling it. Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Have I had a handful of inappropriate dreams since he moved back to Boston? I admit nothing. And besides, inappropriate is the operative word. It's not like I ever have those thoughts when I'm awake and in charge of where uh-huh. of where the good ship mental image steers. <laughs> I am no more <laughs> responsible for that than I am when I dream that my limbs are spaghetti and Ben Affleck is trying to dip me in marinara. <laughs> just says, so I have a hot best friend. So what? That doesn't change the reality here, which is that Toby and I are just friends. Always have been, always will be. 
Um, and I think it says nothing's going to change that. Um, and she says, and dirty? Toby, my Labrador retriever of a best friend, is definitely not dirty. And I screen capped that just, and sent it to me. you. And I was like, I, was like, I cannot wait, wait to find out that he is, has he? a filthy mouth. Yes, he does. And guess what? Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. I was so I mean, it's excited. It's not as dirty as we've seen, but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, I mean, I, I wasn't sad. No. I mean, anybody who says you take my cock so well, I was like, okay, we're here. Jesus Christ. We are here. Yep. Uh, also, we were like, when when she sent me that screenshot, I said, we're going to get sex. We're going to get sex. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because that's the other thing we're so afraid of with, like, ARCs is that they're going to be trad pub, and so we're not going to get sex. Mm-hmm. But we've had some sex, and it's been fucking hot, so we're excited. Yes. Um. The... Um, uh, dedication is fuck it. This one's for me. Yes. Oh, and then fuck is all the way. That's the other thing too. I've been noticing like fuck has been in the book before the worst Darcy and this one fuck is all over the place. So I'm like, if they're saying fuck, they're doing fuck. So let's Hope, do this hopefully, together. Yeah. Yep. This is this one and probably also the worst Darcy. Like those are paperbacks that I would buy. You know, like. 100%. I would go back and will, read this book many times. I will come back to both of these books. Yes. yes 100%. Mm-hmm. All right. Would, do you recommend this book? Yes. I mean, Jesus on, Christ. Said, Are you yes. kidding me? We just talked about how much we love it for an hour. Yes. Would we, would this embarrass some others? No. I don't, I don't think, it, think would. it would actually. Yeah. It's open door, but it's not like to the point where I'm like, okay. It's not erotica. I mean, out. it's hot, no, but I mean, it's not like. There's like definitely tasting each other on their mouths, but still like. It's not, yeah, it's not like things I've read. Right. Anyhow, <laughs> right. I've seen some shit. Um, so, yeah, no, I think it, actually, I th- honestly think my mom actually might like this one. I think my mom would laugh quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and we're going to do some stunt casting and we're going to do some ratings and recommendations. Holla. Holla. We'll be back in two and two. And we're back. We're back, bitches. Mm-hmm. Brittany's back. Back again. Shady's back. Tell That's a right. friend. Shady's back. Yeah, tell a friend. Um, that's so good. All right, so this is the part of the uh, podcast where we talk about two different things. One is stunt casting and one is, uh, is ratings. But we're going to do ratings first because we always hold stunt casting off a little bit because it's kind of sort of a little like fun. guilty pleasure. It's fun. So, um, how do we... Would you like to tell the audience how we rate things on this? Rate things. Hard tea. Hard tea. (laughs) Hard tea. Mm -hmm. Spilling it. Talking about it. Hard tea. (laughs) Uh, I'd be jizzed about it. So, how we rate things on this podcast. Uh Um, We don't do stars. Um, Or bars. (laughs) However... Um, we, we find that stars are just, they're a bit too broad. Um, we like to narrow it down just a little bit further. Um, so we measure, we rate our books on two different scales, hearts and eggplants. Hearts are, how romantical was this book? Did it burn the cockles of your cold, dead heart? Um, and (laughs) just mine. Okay. Um, 
and I mean, no, I mean, mine's I'm an appraisal, right? <laughs> I'm appraisal. Whatever, whatever, fucking uh, Larry the Cable Guy's flying through like a fucking like jet ski through a flaming hoop at whatever that's called. I'm appraisal, whatever that's called. <laughs> yeah, that fucking asshole's like doing like fucking like, whatever that. What whatever what is it that he's doing? I don't I don't know. No, it's not. It's, Okay, you can you, yeah, you you Google. Um I will. And then eggplants, um, not meant to be binary. It's not meant to be like a this is not a hetero thing. It's just like first of all, dildos exist. Prilosec. Okay. Prilosec, okay. Um OTC. <laughs> which I believe is over the counter. <laughs> yeah, it is over the counter now. Okay. Um anyway, not meant to be a binary thing. Um just just a measure of hotness. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, like, both scales are on one to five, although occasionally we have had a zero on both accounts. Um, but for the most part, one to five. Uh, five being the hottest slash most romantic ever, uh, and one being the lowest. Five right. on the eggplant scale is, like, erotica. We've had yeah, a couple of like those. full out. Yeah. There's an author that we all know. And she knows too. We've talked to her, yeah. and she's completely fine with she's being fine a five. With yeah. Yep. Her name is Sierra Simone. You guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're hoping we got our fingers crossed that we're gonna be able to do her her Christmas book. Oh so. my god, it'd be amazing. We did um, yeah. her and Julie Murphy's Christmas book last year. We had like a Sierra Simone month. It was awesome, and we got to yeah. talk to her about um, really Holy like shit. The, that was fucking amazing. Um, she's the nicest person. Too. She's amazing. I mean, she and Tracy are up there. Tracy's fucking Jesus. The authors we have met through this podcast. Yes. I mean, like our friends. Like, yeah, we can. Like, I mean, yes. I wish we were friends with Sierra Simone, but like we did interview her. Which we can't call we her a friend. Um, no, I would love to call Tracy my friend, too. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, like E.L. Coslo, oh S.L. Prater. Yes. Like I'm in. I consider EL's, them my friends. Yes, yes. Like E.L. Coslow and I were DMing each other earlier today. And uh, and S.L. Prater was texting us earlier today. Oh, so, I, like, I mean, I love you, S.L. I mean, she knows I love her. So it's not like, you know, a surprise. Yeah, I don't I don't think she's shocked. No. No. No, she's not going to be like, holy shit. I'm like, oh, Ray damn. <laughs> yeah, I think she's pretty. Uh, I think she's. She's on, on top of level. that. She knows it. She's on the level. Yeah. Um, so, anywho, uh, would you like to go first? And what would you like to start right. with? Um, let's do. It's our show. We do what the do fuck we want. First. Well, I mean, right. Um, let's do hearts first. I'm okay. gonna say two and a half. Okay. Okay. Because, like, it's such a slow burn. It is. That it's like, I mean, again, we guessed what was happening, and we were right. Um, you are right. Tell your mom. <laughs> I'm get the Star Wars out of here. All right. Um, and um, yeah, I'm going to say like, it, there's no grand gesture. So it's not like it's over the top, but it's very romantical, mm-hmm. but not, I mean, it's, that's, I think that's the, to the detriment of friends to lovers. It's like, it's always kind of been there in the background. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you see it in the first place? So that's me. Okay. Um, I have. I'm of a different opinion. Okay. And I said, yes, it was a four for me because okay. of that. Like he has always, always loved her. At one point, he says to her, like, 
I can't remember a time when I have not I loved you. Love you. Yeah. Which you know I love that shit. I'm a sucker for that. I'm a sucker for pain. You're a sucker for love. It's fine. <laughs> That's a really good song if you've not heard it. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, okay. Eggplants, darling. Oh, I'm going to say three and a half. I also said three and a half. This shit's hot. Like, it's it's hot. Like, again, fingers and, and sucking on fingers and, and kissing, touch, like, tasting each other on lips and... And you know, you take my cock so well, Jesus H Christ! Like when she says he doesn't, he he doesn't talk. You know, he's not dirty. We no, knew. No, he's we, we knew. knew. We knew what we were getting into. And I don't know what it is, but like that, like looking down and seeing, yeah, there's just that is fucking hot. Like watching that happen, like watching it go in and being oh, yep, hot. Toby is uh, top tier. He is. He's yeah. He's he's a uh, yep, top shelf. Mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to our favorite part, which is stunt casting. So, we if we were to like to cast if 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 there was going to be a movie of this book, who would we want to play these parts? Again, I would just like to do a shout out. Um, to our YouTube because we just watched Puppy Love. Just watch it because it's it's god awful. But enjoy our our hatred of it as we're watching it. Mm-hmm. But um, there is no book of Puppy. I mean, like here's the thing: it's not a, uh, a we, movie adaptation of a book. It is not. But they could have like th- there's hundreds of books with that same fucking like plot they mm-hmm. could have pulled from. Anyhow. Um, this, however, we usually start with the ladies because this is, we're all here about the, we're here for the boys. We're here for the boys. I mean, we, I mean, me, myself in particular, like enjoy both, uh, men more than ladies, but both, both, fine. Um, both, um, uh, equal opportunity, equal opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Just because I have not had one experience with the other. So I have had experiences with one, but not the other yet. That's Anybody right. wants to fill that dance card, you can like Go send me a message, it. I guess. Holla. Um, so, all right. Um, my dear, mm-hmm. who did you pick? Did you just do two? I just did two. I was thinking about doing all four, but I'm like, because I, I had somebody in my brain from Mackenzie, but I'm like, you know what? It's fine. Um I, I will I will say that in my brain for Mackenzie I had the girl who's in the the bear who also does the voice of April uh, O'Neill in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles I can't think of her name right now um, uh, Io uh, Edabiri oh she's adorable and I I love her nice but um that's who I pictured for Mackenzie okay um. Because she's Haitian and Mexican. Oh, okay. Like, well, not she, the actress isn't, but the character is. Oh, yeah, is. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, anyhow. Um, so, who did you have for... Um, oh, am I ahead. beginning? Okay. Yeah, go for it. All right. I would love to. Okay. So, um, my... This is also, we're going to be on Patreon. So, if you could see our Patreon, then you would see our people here oh are we in a screen share for this part too you could do chat they'll be able to see it in the chat will they i think so pretty sure 
Let's do screenshots. Let's do screenshots. That way. Yep. Um, okay. So I went with someone. <clears throat> I've never heard of her actresses. in my life, but I did a Google search for Italian actresses. Okay. Okay. Because, um, you know, duh. Um, of course, then I did get legitimately Italian actresses, like actresses who act in Italy. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, this gorgeous lady. She's pretty. Is Miriam Giovanelli, I think is how you pronounce her name. Mm-hmm. Um, she's super pretty. She has been in. Um, uh, hang on. I had her IMDb. Um, she's been in. A lot of Italian stuff, obviously. She's currently in something, I think, called Nacho. Um, um, lots of like TV Dracula, stuff. 3D, Nacho, Velvet, The Gr- Girl of My Dreams. A lot of, um, of oh. Mexican things. Uh, or sorry, it's Italian uh, things. Uh, Spanish, yeah, yeah. Italian things. Um, yeah, so that's her. Um, when I go pretty, back, you're going to see who I chose for Toby, though. Hold on. We'll just You don't have to screen share. Just You can stop. Okay. Uh, stop. There we go. Because then I will take over and show you who I picked. All right. So. I will put I mean, the we... rest of the. I, just, I love that. Like my when I open stunt casting, Jason Sudeikis is right there. Uh-huh. I'm going to put the other two pictures in the chat, though. Okay. Um, why can't I? Okay, there we go. That's what I need to do. Um, what is happening? Why? Um, okay, this is not helping. This is not doing what I wanted to do. Uh, oh, because I'm in the wrong one. No, I'm in the right one. Um, this actress, she's yeah, like, she's very pretty, but she's like not knockout pretty like she doesn't look like um how do I want to say because it's not I don't mean this to be as mean as it currently sounds she looks like she's beautiful but she looks also like someone you would just see walking down the street right like very approachable yeah she does not look like our typical Hollywood actresses well and the same thing with the person I chose I chose um her name is Lola Kirk. Oh. If you look her up, like if you say Lola Kirk, this is the person that, I mean, like this is the uh. picture that shows up. I mean, like curly haired, short curly haired, you know. Yeah, and, and and she says that like um Polly has blue eyes, she mentions. So, um mm. so that's kind of where I got it from. Um and then, yeah, so if, again, we'll put pictures in. I'm going to stop sharing so that way I'll just put the other pictures in the chat. Um, oh, I love, I love those pictures of Isn't her. Isn't that cute? She's so pretty. She's super pretty. Yeah. That top one is like the closest picture to the first one that I saw, like when I was Googling. And then here's the other picture of Lola Kirk that I have. So, I mean, I mean honestly, if you look at the two of them, they're not like they could be sisters. Yeah. Like, I could be like, yeah, they're sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm um, not twins, but definitely sisters. Yeah. Cool. All right. Like it. Do you, how do you want to do? Do you want to do the same thing for? Yeah, we can men? do that. All right. Um, All right. I want to preface this. 
Okay. I felt dirty making this decision. <laughs> okay. Because I know this actor from movies and TV shows in the 90s when he was a child, a child. Okay. This man is 31 now. Okay. Okay. So like I feel dirty thinking about him as Toby, but the man is 31. Okay. Okay. So like please don't fucking judge me. (laughs) No one's judging. Okay. Okay. All right. Here you go. No one's gonna get This is Dylan Sprouse. Oh, I love him. I think he's adorable. He's so fucking adorable. Um I loved, like, in this picture in particular, like, how the blonde hair is, like, flopping over his forehead. Like, she talks about that all the time, about, like, the curls. Dirty packages the ketchup. Exactly. Like, (laughs) the, what is that movie called? Frankenstein. Frankenstein. What is that movie called with Adam Sandler? Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Thank you. Big Daddy. And then he was also Ben in the later years of Friends. I mean, both of them, like, because they're twins. I mean, they're, yeah, I mean, they're, and also, they're very attractive. I mean, like. They are. They're attractive. You just can't. They are. Yeah. Agreed. And actually, like. Is this the one that played, uh, what's his face from, uh, or is it the other Riverdale? one that played the, yeah. No, that's the other one. Um, okay. Cole, Dylan, Dylan. This is Dylan. Cole has, like, dark hair. Okay. Okay. Um, and I, I mean, they are so close that it's hard to tell the. the actually, two of those I two wondered, like, because their hair is so different now, I wondered if they are doing that, like on purpose. You know how like be. some twins will be. like. So these yeah. are the other two. This one I really liked also. Um, got like a suit on, um, and this one. Also, oh my god, what? That is not a. That's not allowed. I know that picture. This is not what allowed. I'm saying. I mean, how old is he now? Thirty-one. Okay, he's thirty-one. Okay, okay. Which, I mean, like, like, I'm surprised by this. I did not pin, but I'm fucking going to now because he's cuddling a dog. Um, like, when I was watching Friends. Like, I would not have thought that I am only seven years older than these people. Right. You know, so like, right. I don't know. I'm closer in age to the Sprouse twins than I am to my own husband. (laughs) Well, it's kind of like I think about like um, Elijah Wood and McCullough Culkin, because I'm like, I think about like watching Home Alone Mm -hmm. and being like and thinking like, I'm literally um, like I live I'm the same age as fuck. I think I'm almost I might be a year older than Elijah Wood, but like I'm very close to the same age as Elijah Wood. So it's like it's not weird for me to think that he's attractive. He's oh my let's see. God. He is here. He's no he's literally 42, so he's a year younger than me. So it's like it but the thing is a uh, part of me in my brain thinks of him as a little kid. Yes, I think of him like Ben. Look at the right. photo I just put in the chat. Okay, hold on. What's happening? Jesus Christ! I know. No. I no. know. No. 
I know. Well, I mean, I'm not going to do it much better because I picked someone who's a who's who's uh, parents are both big fucking like deals in Hollywood, okay. and because I'm last, I can show you all my pictures. Okay, so. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to decide which one to show I you first. I guess I could have just um, showed you the rest of them instead of putting them in the chat. It's fine. So here is who I picked. I picked Jack Quaid. So this All is right. Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan's uh, son. Aww. And he's huge. He's a fucking tall bitch. Really? Um, he's really tall. Yeah, he's real tall. Um, and... I love this last one. He's just super cute. He but is like cute. it's got the curly hair, it falls on his forehead. Aww. He's in the boys. If you like the boys, oh, he's okay. he's Huey in the boys. Um but yeah, he is real tall. Like um if you look at like um Jack Quaid um height. He's well, six, it's one. six one, but okay. I bet you he's taller than that because he's. If you look at him as opposed to like, <laughs> like any of his co-stars, like she's got heels on, yeah, and he's still taller. So yeah, I think he's adorable. I like him in the boys. I'm yeah. So I picked. I mean, he's, he's got the curly hair. He's like, he's hot, but he's not like super hot. Where you're like, he's like the boys next door hot. Yeah, I. I imagine Toby being um, Toby being. Yeah, yeah, I respect that entirely. Yeah. I get it. All right, let's move on to things that we would recommend. Ah, yes. All right. Do you have something that you're reading that you would like to talk about? Um. So, I have somehow blown through, um, the whiskey chaser series after oh the bootleg spring series um i had to stop halfway through or maybe like two-thirds of the way through the final book because i had other stuff i needed to read um but i am going to finish that in fact i don't know um but i do need to finish that uh I was right. My theory was correct. I think I said that on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but something that I'm really looking forward to, though, you and I, first of all, are also reading. What is that book that we're reading? The Long Game. The Long Game. Um, oops. So, yeah, um, I'm excited about that. Uh, it's good. It's for, as yeah, far you as said I'm, you started it. I'm like 10% and it's good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um uh okay so but other than that on monday i guess yeah monday um el coslow is releasing re-releasing the third book in her dirty word series which is bound by words and that is this is my favorite my favorite of the series that we have read thus far so um i'm looking forward i of course pre-ordered it like you know months ago fucking nathan nathan so uh i read like when i was reading mark my words um you know a few weeks ago or whatever i love sam though too yeah sam is great actually i liked mark my words better the second time around that whole part of the end redeems christy like christine yeah she he does redeem her yeah quite a bit a lot yeah i mean like a a lot like i really uh yeah i mean yeah yes 
Um, yeah. But fucking fucking Nathan, Nathan man and Kelly. So at the end of Mark My Words is like the first chapter or so of Bound. Um, so I read that and was just like, I cannot fucking wait for this book to come out. So it finally comes out on Monday. Um, I'm super stoked about it. I, of course, again, I pre-ordered it. And um, I, as author Veronica, um, let me look here. Um, she's doing like a... Um, like Facebook group takeover thing. Um, I've done this with her once before. Um, let me look at the name because I'm not going to remember the name of this group. Um, it's called Late Night Book Support. Um, so like we're that. doing like a little takeover of Late Night Book Support um, on Tuesday, I think. No, sorry, Wednesday. Wednesday, September 6th. So um, I will be posting in that group uh, between one thirty and 2, like a handful of times. And um, yeah, so I'm I'm super excited about that, especially for her, because this is the yeah. last book that she was able to publish before, like things kind of got put on hold for her. So the next book that releases is like new Adrian's material, like none of us... Yeah, yeah, it's Adrienne and Isabella's book. So um, I'm looking forward to... Well, probably both of us will probably review those and write up something for those. Yeah, it'll. I'm, I'm looking forward to it because we... Those have never been released. Like, we read the first three books already, but, but Adrienne and Isabella's book um, right. never came so out. I so I think we might do duets on those ones yeah. as we are. Yeah, I mean... Um, and then there's one more after that. And it's right. Adrian's twin. Uh, right. Hunter? Maybe? I forget his name. It starts with an H, I think. Okay. Um, what about you? I, I, I put everything that I've been reading in the fucking thing. Because, I, guys, I've been reading a lot. I mean, we laughed the other day. I was like, I pulled up how many books I've read since fucking January. It's like 130 books since January. Jeez. I need help. Send help, please. SOS. Eh. Um, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. And, th- and that does count some of the arcs, but anyhow. Um, so I have a whole bunch on this list that I've been reading. A lot of... I'm going through um, romance.io and going through the um, enemies to lovers list. You're just working your so, way through that list. I am fucking my way through that list. Um... So, standouts, I could never. I would. I was like, I'm not going to like this book. I don't think I've I, read Penelope Ward yet. Oh, my God. This book. I thought it was going to be super sad. And it's sad in places, but it's not like... It's beautiful. I fucking love it. It's beautiful. Anyhow, um, the one I'm going to talk about um, is Keyed Up, actually, is the one I fucking love. Because I... I sent Veronica, I said, you would love this book. I mean, also, P. D'Angelo, uh, D. D'Angelico, um, I'm running out of books f- to read of yours, so please write more. Um, but uh, Keyed Up is wonderful. It's a enemies to lovers. Um, she inherits, I mean, she, she's part owner of a hotel, and he inherits the other half of the hotel, and... It is enemies to lovers for a good part of the book, 
Um, but it is, it's beautiful. I love it. I love that fucking book. It's gorgeous. Awesome. Um, and it is hot as fuck. It's hot. It's talk about like, come, there's come a lot in that book and it's sticking your Kindle finger through it. it. Yep, it is. And I would and recommend it. Do not, I, I, the one thing, the one drawback I will say, I was like, I don't care for the cover art, but mm. other than that, like, I think it's, it's a wonderful book and I will read more of Sarah Eastup. That's all right. it. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Now, ladies. Cool. Um, okay. Hey. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I have just been listening to the sound of blood rushing in my ears. So, um, what have you been listening to? Well, um, it's been so August for we hate movies listeners is usually like um, because they this is the the month they take off because they record every fucking week. Uh, so this is the month they take off. So next week is the new season of We Hate Movies. It'll be season fifteen, and um, it's amazing. So they're gonna start off with um, uh, Star Wars Episode One. So it'll be great. They're gonna they're redoing it. So if you enjoyed, if you if you've listened, if you enjoy, if you like like Star Wars, you want to hear some nerds talk about Star Wars. There you go. So. Um, I did actually this week listen to a little bit of I, like the start of the episode of um, How Did This Get Made, uh, where they watch Space Jam. Nice, and it's nice. it's funny. Ugh. I'm I'm actually upset because like um, one of the a Stitcher, one of the one of the things that I had like premium Stitcher, which what you could like listen to old episodes of how did this get made mm. um went under so oh stitcher went under yeah it i did. didn't know that yep so hmm. i love how did this get made anyhow yeah all right good. so uh you can find us in a whole bunch of different places you, so you can just, um yep, we're not gonna go through them all um how do we end this thing the most obnoxious way about them all <sighs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Practically the worst. I'm telling you, if you've not watched, <laughs> if you've not watched like fucking um, Smartless on tour, you should. <laughs> <laughs>